This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited to bring you this episode today. I'm going to be running through the 10 things that you need to do in order to change your body and to change your life. Now, these are 10 lessons that I have learned um, and they're lessons that a lot of my clients are learning at the moment too. And I actually believe that they are universal. I've got no doubt that you'll relate to at least a few of these points. So let's get stuck straight into it. Number one, let go of your goal weight. Once again, I'm going to get on my soapbox and talk about goal weight. So your goal weight is really not a good strategy to use in order to figure out if you're progressing um, towards your goal. Now, we know that the number on the scale is influenced by so much. And as we start to lift weights, your scale weight will increase. Now, the reason having a goal weight doesn't work is because Usually when you have a goal weight, so for example, I remember having a number in my head that I had been at and I felt really good at and I felt like I looked really good. So when I was training or when I was like eating the way that I was eating, in my mind, I wanted to get back down to that weight, right? Because I actually wanted to look like that. And that's the difference. What you want to do is have an idea in your head of what you want to look like as opposed to how much you should weigh. The reason is, is that when you start to really lift weights, now we know that if you want the best body, you need to build some muscle. If you want to look toned and shaped, then muscle is the way to go, right? And so the more muscle mass you have on you because it's heavier than fat, you're going to weigh more. So if you are constantly chasing this number on the scale and you're not getting there at all, then you may be missing out on your body actually progressing and looking so much better than it did before, but you feeling disappointed because you're constantly thinking, oh, but I haven't hit that weight yet. Look, the body that you're wanting is most probably going to weigh much more than you think. Okay, number two, eat food. So we can constantly, and I remember myself, I was always trying to eat less. My focus was always less. And from my experience in working with a lot of women, we are constantly chasing a diet, chasing less, wanting to be smaller. And there's a place for that. A calorie deficit has a place, 100%. But you cannot be dieting all the time. It doesn't work. You need to fuel your body adequately for life, right? The majority of your life, you should be spent eating at your maintenance calories, Calorie deficits need to be phased so you can cycle into a calorie deficit, but then you should be getting back up to maintenance and spending time there. There is so much good stuff that happens at your maintenance calories. Constantly depriving yourself and not fueling your body actually is a really horrible way to live. I would also really challenge you to think about why do you always feel like you need to be smaller or you're not good enough. And so you need to lose weight. Like, why is that a constant thought in your mind and that leading to you not ever eating how you should be eating to nourish your body? 
it's a sad existence when you're just constantly depriving yourself. So that is my challenge to you is just to question why you feel you always need to be eating less or you need to be smaller. Number three, eat and train from a place that is chasing after health, internal health, and not just aesthetics. This was big, 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 big for me. And I used to constantly train and eat purely because I wanted to look a certain way. So exercise for me was a means to burn calories, to keep me small, to keep me skinny. What I chose to eat was always centered around how many calories is it the lowest calorie option the crazy thing is is that when you take a step back and you actually start to move your body and nourish your body in a way that supports your health your internal health that is actually when those external changes happen and i see it time and time again with my girls What you've got to remember when you are constantly depriving yourself, when you are abusing your body with exercise, you are just creating a very toxic relationship with your body, with exercise and with food. And when we have a toxic relationship with those things, we then can feel quite out of control around food in particular. And that's where binging can happen. Or with exercise, if you're mindset is just about burning calories, then the exercise modality or your training program is not going to actually be super effective for your goals, right? So when you take a step back and you learn that, hey, when I actually start to make choices around food, around exercise that are going to support my health, my internal health, then you make really wise decisions. And honestly, your body will improve. I see it all the time. When you do that, there is no way that you're going to blow up and get absolutely massive because you're making choices to support your health. Number four, stop trying to be your smaller self all the time. So chasing after being lean constantly and being lean and staying lean for a long period of time is boring. Your life is going to be boring and pretty miserable. In order to stay really lean for most of us, We need to really cut out a lot of social activities, dinners out with friends, meals out with friends, food that we enjoy. We can't skip a workout. And if we sit back and really reflect on whether that's worth it, it's really obvious to see that it's not worth it. But we get so caught up in fearing, I guess, getting out of our comfort zone and maybe losing control or not being good enough or not being validated or seen as important or seen as having value about you or being loved. Ultimately, that's what we all chase and that's what we want. That's not going to come from you being really lean or being really skinny or weighing a certain number. That comes from you liking who you are as a person internally and being okay with your flaws and not feeling like you need to set unrealistic expectations on yourself or always chasing a number on the scale and thinking once you get to that number, you're finally going to feel good about yourself. So learn that you don't need to constantly be chasing a smaller you. You're so enough right now. And the impact that you're going to make on the world, you can make today. The size that you are and how much you weigh. Oh, number five. I think we're at number five. This is a big one. Focus on consistency over perfection. All right. So bit of a confession time. Now, I am a reformed perfectionist. 
That's what I like to say. I still have perfectionist tendencies pop up. However, I try and squish them as soon as I see them popping up their ugly head. Perfection is going to leave you stuck and going to leave you pretty miserable. Consistency is king in all things in life. Even if we don't, you know, we don't, we're not thinking about weight loss here or transforming your body or building muscle, like any kind of skill that you want to learn or anything that you want to be good at, it takes time. It takes reps, it takes practice. And that is the same with your body and the same with the quality of your life. If you never get started because you don't think you're good enough or you're not going to do it perfectly, then you're never going to start in the first place. Look, whenever you start something new, you're going to suck at it. We all do. We all suck at it. But how do you get better? How do you improve? You get reps, you practice, you be consistent. And that's where the change is. That all or nothing mentality is so, so toxic and will keep you stuck where you are and will actually really negatively impact your self-esteem because what you're essentially telling yourself is if you try something and you don't do it perfectly the first time, then you failed, which is so incorrect. I have a quote stuck up on my wall by Nelson Mandela, and it says, I never lose, I either win or learn. And when you can start to see failure as an opportunity to grow and to learn, that is going to be the biggest game changer in your life. And that's going to just kick perfectionism up the butt and out the door, which is where it should be. Number six, we're going back to the scale weight again. Don't allow the scale to have power over you. If you jump on the scale and that number that you see ruins your day, then get rid of them. And I've spoken about this before, but you are allowing that number to impact you negatively. That is your choice. You don't need to allow it to have power over you like that. And if you feel like you can't help yourself, then stop weighing yourself. But once you find that, That is just data. That number means absolutely jackal. It is incredibly freeing. So now you're not making food choices or you're not exercising because you are wanting to change that number. You're so hell bent on seeing that number drop because you understand it's purely just data and it really doesn't give you a clear indication of your progress and it should not have such a massive amount of control over your life and how you feel about your body. Okay, the next one. Stop chasing after short-term gratification. So I want you to think about your current situation, right? So your circumstance at the moment. And I want you to ask yourself the question, are you happy, right? Now, let's just say your answer is no for this example. No, I'm not happy with my situation. Then I would then get you to reflect on your habits. What do your habits look like? Are they changing your circumstances for the better or are they serving your current situation? If they're serving your current situation, then you need to change. And if you don't want to change, then you can't blame your situation or your circumstance on anyone else. And you can't complain about it because you're not taking action forward. Look, everything, any kind of change is hard. Life is hard, right? You've got two options. So if you know you need to change something in your life, it's going to be really hard to do, right? And in the present, right now, it's hard. But let me tell you, if you procrastinate and you put it off, then to do it in the future is going to be even harder. So you either choose hard now or you choose even harder down the track. 
Don't let procrastination and self-doubt stop you from taking action today. You are in control of your actions. Nobody else. Don't make excuses for yourself. Take action today. It doesn't need to be huge. Remember, we're not getting into that perfectionist mentality. We're not thinking all or nothing. We're thinking small changes each day are going to get you closer to that goal than just doing nothing or staying frozen in the situation that you're in at the moment. This leads very nicely into number nine, and that is be mindful of your thoughts. If you're not mindful of what you're thinking, and if you don't take control of your thoughts, they will run rampant. And what is in your mind and what is in your heart is essentially who you become, and it becomes your reality. And it sounds really woo-woo, but you can honestly choose whatever reality you want by your thoughts and what you think. Now, what you need to do is when you have a negative thought pop into your mind, you need to be able to replace that with a positive thought. So for example, if you think to yourself, you look in the mirror or you step on the scale and you think I'm fat. Okay. You need to come up with a thought that you need to replace that negative thought with. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm so much more than a number on the scale. But if you allow yourself to continue to think that I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, then that's what you believe and that is what you become. But if you believe I'm valuable, I'm valuable regardless of that number, then that is your reality. You are going to naturally think so many more negative thoughts about yourself than you will positive. It's just human nature, but we can change all of this. And it starts with being mindful of actually questioning those thoughts. So even if you don't have the strength to counteract those negative thoughts, maybe it's a really strong belief. You've always felt negatively about yourself, then at least be mindful of them. So when those negative thoughts do pop in your head, Note them down, write them down, and then maybe write a list. So you could write a list of all the negative thoughts that you think about yourself and then create a list of positive things that you could, positive thoughts that you could replace those negative thoughts with. And this is going to take time. You're not just going to go, oh, like I stepped on the scale and I thought I was fat and then I just said, I'm valuable and now I feel so valuable. No, you got to think about how many times have you told yourself that negative thought, right? It's going to take time for you to be able to switch that thought with a positive thought. And referring back to my earlier points around being consistent and doing it day in, day out and practicing it until you get better at it. Remembering we are not chasing after short-term gratification. Short-term gratification is letting your mind run rampant with negative thoughts because when we play the victim, it feels so good. It feels so good to allow yourself to justify where you're at, what you're doing, what you're thinking, how you feel about yourself. And it feels incredibly hard to question that. But delayed gratification, putting in the hard work now to reap the benefits in the future and really for the rest of your life is what is going to really change the way that you view yourself and the quality of your life. And lucky last is comparison. Don't fall into the trap of comparing yourself to others. This is really hard, especially in our day and age when it's we're just bombarded with people that are better looking, people that have better bodies, nicer homes, better looking boyfriends or girlfriends, just better. But the most powerful thing that you can do is to make the most of you of your situation, of what you've been given, of your life and live it to the fullest. If you waste your life 
always looking at everybody else, that will just lead to a life of defeat and self-destruction. And you know what? A missed opportunity to live a full, adventurous, fun, fulfilling life. As cheesy as it sounds, you are you and nobody else is like you. That is your superpower. Own it. Be who you are. Make the most of the qualities that you've been given and live a full life. And that is it. We are done. I really hope that was helpful and I hope you can implement some of those strategies into your life because I promise you it's going to absolutely change every element of your life and ultimately make you a healthier and a happier person. Anyway, guys, just as usual, if you enjoyed this podcast, take a screenshot of it, share it onto your stories um, so I can reach more people and spread this good message to more women. All right. I will be back in your ears next week. Big love, Coach Tash.